Welcome to the Rhino Daily Podcast, the daily podcast for sharp entrepreneurs. You'll hear insights and ideas from the world's top entrepreneurs and thought leaders designed to help you increase your profits and improve your lifestyle. Now, now here's your host, Steve Cypress. Hello, it is Topical Welcome Tuesday, to December 26th, 2023. Steve Cypress here, another gorgeous winter sunset going on behind me in the distance here in the beautiful Phoenix Scottsdale area of Arizona. So uh, European countries have for a while, uh, and the U.S. has for the past three years at least, had uh, severely open borders. In fact, uh, here in the U.S., uh, you know, people always say, oh, the borders are open. I'm like, well, it's a lot worse or a lot better or a lot different than just the borders are open. See, when the borders are open, people can just come and go as they please. Here, there's actually incentives for people to come in. If it was just an open border, then only people that honestly want to come in, work and contribute and build a society and whatever would come in as they did for hundreds of years. But now there's tremendous incentive. So people that want to do harm, in addition to people that want to do good for themselves and for the country, come on in because now you get free plane tickets all over the place and gift cards and 500 night hotel rooms and free phones and free health care and uh, you know, food, housing, everything. So that's a lot stronger than just an open border where people would come and go. I mean, here in Arizona, we're a border state of the U.S. and Mexico, and for hundreds of years, migrant workers would come here during the season and cross the border and work, and then go home once the season was over and the harvest was done, and then they come back the next year, you know, open borders, just come back and forth. There were no free plane tickets and free hotel rooms and gift cards and phones. There wasn't incentives. There was just a genuinely open border. Now it's a lot more severe with a lot of incentives and similar things happening in Europe. I mean, other countries have open borders. I'll bet that, uh, you know, whatever, there's a whole lot of third world countries with open borders, but I don't see people, you know, walking in there. And besides, like I said, they're only open borders. Perhaps you can just walk into some of these third world countries if you want, but it's not likely that they are incentivized, we'll just say, I won't uh, judge whether it's smart or dumb, but you know, they don't also add in free plane tickets and free 500 night hotel rooms. I mean, why pay for a vacation if we could just go to some third world country and get free $500 night hotel rooms and free food and free plane tickets and whatever, you know, that's, that's a lot different than just an open border. That's an inviting, inviting an invasion border. So what are some of the business lessons? Uh, follow the money. Anytime something is going on, follow the money. Uh, anything that's going on from big government, big corporations, follow the money. You know, people, there's still a lot of misguided people that have been brainwashed and haven't gotten over it and actually believe that, you know, corporations want to do good for the general. Ah, losing the connection, I'll move closer to the home. Uh, terrible internet up here in the mountains. Uh, or uh, they believe that government, big government wants to do good for the people. Of course not. Big government is made up of people. People want to do what's best for themselves. Now, ideally, What's best for a government worker, a politician, or a bureaucrat would be to do what's best for the public. And, uh, you know, supposedly there was a time you would think that elected politicians did what was best for their constituents. That happens on a local level, but in the big government, that's all 
you know, determined by big corporations who are the big donors, then, of course, the politicians are beholden to them. So the, you know, the brainwashed masses that are thinking, well, but I voted for this party and that politician said this and that's it. They're all the same. They're all beholden to corporations. The corporations all donate big money to both sides so that no matter who wins. I mean, you heard that with Trump years ago when he was running. He goes, I know how the system is corrupt and how it works because I've, I've used it to my advantage. It's a big business people do. Trump's not by any means a big business person. Uh, big corporations severely use the system to their own advantages, donating to all political parties and all sides of every issue and whatever. So no matter who wins the election, they're going to get favors handed to them. They're going to get wars are going to take place so that the military industrial con complex can, can build all kinds of expensive war armaments, billion dollar planes and such. And then once the countries are destroyed, then contractors can come in and get money to rebuild. Oh, we have to rebuild now. It's destroyed as if like just happened. Uh, it, you know, it's all happening for a reason. So the open border, you know, or, or the incentivized, much more pronounced than just an open border. Uh, this is really good for big business. This is a lot more employees coming in. When there's more employees available, the wages are depressed. Companies have to pay less money to get those workers to work for them. Makes sense. They have more to choose from. So I mean, I learned that back uh, one of my high school jobs. I was a, a vendor inside Madison Square Garden in New York, you know, walking around the Knicks games, the Ranger games, the circus, the concerts, the wrestling, the boxing matches, whatever it was, selling the popcorn and the, and the beer and the sodas and peanuts and, you know, whatever we were selling. And our, uh, we had pretty much an open borders policy. Anyone who had passed the vetting and the interview process and, uh, you know, was accepted uh, to be work as a vendor. There was no roll call or, or schedule about who could show up like there is in a restaurant. You know, a restaurant, you don't just say, well, we have 40 waiters here and waitresses on staff and they can all come in anytime they want. No, you schedule them so you have just a set amount for each uh, shift, of course, but not at the garden, not, not our manager. Uh, he said you, anyone can come in at any time. So that was great for him, for the Harry M. Stevens was the, uh, the vendor corporation. It was great for them and it was great for the customers. Customers, I mean, when, we, when there was a big event, there was like 50 vendors in there. We're all stepping all over each other. There's three beer vendors in every aisle and there's three popcorns. So, so for the, 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 whatever, the Nick game goer, the, you know, the, the, the customer in Madison Square Garden, Anytime they wanted a beer, well, there was one right nearby that's great for them. But here's what happened. Let's say there were 50 vendors. Well, we would all work, you know, two, two and a half, three hours, whatever, and bring in, say, 180 bucks a piece. Well, add it up. 50 times, I should have picked a round number, 50 times 180, about nine grand, right? So nine grand would come in for Harry M. Stevens Corporation from all the vendors. And we would make our commission based on the 180 bucks that we brought in. But if they had said, we're only going to allow 20 vendors to come in, well, we would have all brought in 350 bucks a piece. And now we could have gone wherever we want and customers would have been hungry and raising their, oh, good, popcorn is finally here, give me some. Everyone would have been buying it because now it would have been not as good for the customer. They would have not had someone at the beck and call, three vendors in every aisle, and they would have had to buy when somebody comes by. And we... The 20 people there, we would have brought in 350 bucks a piece. 
which if you do the math, 20 times 350 is about 7,000. So what is it? Yeah, see, so the first example, 50 vendors bringing in 180 is about 9,000 Harry M. Stevens. And if you only allowed 20 vendors, you'd only bring in about 7,000 Harry M. Stevens. So not as good for the concessionaire. They bring in, you know, 30% less money or whatever that adds up to. But for each individual vendor, we make double the money we would have made. So better for the individual vendors, not better for the customers, not as good service with only 20 vendors, and not good for the big corporation bringing in less money. So that's kind of the way uh, the open borders or the incentivized, uh, much more pronounced than open borders works, is the corporations win and not and the consumers. Consumers are going to have this. Uh, corporations are going to be making a lot more goods and services, selling a lot more. Uh, you know, all the school teacher unions and all the schools, they're all happy because we got to build more schools and hire more teachers and build more roads and build more housing. And it's great overall for the economy, who it's not great for, just like having 50 vendors is not good for each individual vendor compared to having only 20. It's not good for individual workers in the U.S., which is the bulk of the U.S., because the wages go down and the services become harder to come by. So we understand this as business owners. If you live in a town where there's a, you have an auto repair shop, say, and there's an overabundance of auto repair shops in your area, that's great for the consumers. Man, I can go you know, wherever my car breaks down, I don't have to get a towed anywhere. It's like an auto repair shop everywhere. Plus, I can shop for now, you know, the, likely the auto repair shop owners are all going to fight for customers by improving, the, the, you know, their offers, making a much better offers, and lowering the price at the same time. So instead of just an oil change for 50 bucks, they'll say, well, I get an oil change and a tire rotation and a brake, you know, for, for only this much. And they They'll, they'll all compete, which is worse for each individual auto repair shop owner, but better for the consumer and better for the town overall because more tax dollars are coming in. More people will get their cars fixed. There's, there's auto repair shops everywhere. People will just feel, boy, I, they're seeing the ads all over the place for oil changes. They, everyone's going to be getting more oil changes and getting the car fixed better and getting more preventative maintenance. And it's, it's better for the society overall. And for the government overall, but for the individual auto repair shop owners, not as good. So I'm a huge fan of immigration. I love immigration. Every time I, I'm a third generation immigrant myself, my grandparents came over to Ellis Island, uh, you know, 120 years ago. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, what I look, I look past the first generation when you have immigration. Often the first generation of immigrants is an investment. Uh, they, by, the, by the government. They need some, again, they're, these, they're getting overly taken care of. They're getting $500 hotel rooms from stupid cities that say, oh, we, we ignore the law, or they, they're very smart with their marketing. They call it sanctuary cities, so it sounds so nice. But of course, it's stupid. I mean, of course, the, the taxpayers of New York City are getting creamed uh, by having to pay for $500 hotel nights for People are not even citizens that, you know, most of them are not, are not even here legitimately. Like, that's bad for the individuals of New York City. It's bad for the individuals in the country. This first generation. But what will happen is 20 or 30 years from now, there's going to be the second generation. 
And then another 20, 30 years, there's going to be a third generation. Well, the second, the third generation, they're going to speak English. They're going to be Americans. They're going to have gone to American schools. They only know America. They're going to go to American colleges. They're going to be your business owners and your leaders of the country, and they're going to do all kinds of good for, for the country. So there's an investment in immigration. Now, right now, the U.S. is 30 something, 33, $34 trillion in debt. So of course, technically we can't afford to invest in immigration. Uh, however, it's such a ridiculous number now, this 30 whatever trillion dollars of debt that you know they're just acting like, I think it's like an individual who's, you know, you're using daddy's credit card or your credit card's all basically charged up, you're about to declare bankruptcy. So you're like, no, you might as well just spend all our money and charge the cards up some more because you know, we're not going to pay him or what? Like, I think that's U.S. just spending like a drunken sailor. Uh, but they are uh, investing in the future. And like I said, in the short term also, schools have to be built, more housing has to be built, uh, and corporations will benefit from more cheaper labor producing more goods. And so in general, the society and the government officials and the donors, the big corporations, they all win. The losers are the individual citizens of the country suffering under the burden of this unchecked immigration, not to mention, you know, gangs and crime and criminals all coming in and all kinds of stuff that you might not see right away, but eventually uh, you'll see uh, what happens when some seedier types uh, kind of slip in as these drug cartels, right? They're overloading the checkpoints with people coming in so that the there's vast swaths of the border in here in Arizona. We're a border state, so we've been understanding this for a while. That you know, they just come right across, and there's no border patrol guards there to stop them. So they just come right in. I know people who have ranches down near the border. They they've been living in terror for years. They're like can't even walk their own property without guns. And every night, there's noises and they're scurrying, and they hear you know people are sleeping in their barn and their stables and whatever. They're gone in the morning, but the garbage is there and the whatever is left and then the next night in comes another group of, of people crossing the border illegally and coming in and, and going through and the towns are overrun with people and so far everyone knows this if you watch the news even our our illegitimate governor here in arizona who stole the uh last election uh has finally finally after like three years has decided to pay some lip service to acting as if she cares about the uh the more than open borders overrunning and, and, and really hurting a lot of people here in Arizona, maybe because an election's a year away, I don't know. But suddenly she's, oh, ooh, ah, ooh, you know. And, the, and, then, and then the big lie from the government, one of the many big lies of the, you know, oh, we're doing everything we can, or it's a broken system. Uh, that's it's pretty amazing because the, our illegitimate governor, just like when Obama came back into power for his third term three years ago, uh, undid. Uh, everything here that the former governor had done immediately reversed all the policies and turned the spigot on high and let everybody come on in and incentivize them to come in. And the same thing happened with our federal government in Washington, D.C. So sure, the situation's broken, but, you know, at least the last administration here in the state of Arizona and uh, overall, uh, Trump was a big, you know, he made a big deal about build the wall and all that about immigration. So they at least tried to stem the tide instead of the opposite direction, attempting to tell people to surge the border and open the floodgates. So again, short term, 
it's an investment into immigration. Long term can be a great thing because that's how the country grows by immigration. It's like an artificial uh, uh, advanced birth rate. You know, they've got kids brainwashed now. They're like, oh, I don't want to bring kids into this world because of climate change is going to end the world. So they use a, a fake, bogus, made up this climate change, which has no basis in, in science or reality, to scare the crap out of Americans to not have their own kids. So what do you do? It's bringing all kinds of people from somewhere else. And one great thing about immigration is it proves that this is where people want to come to. You don't see Americans clamoring, not a lot of them, to get out of the country, but you see people from all over the world clamoring to come in. That's because here we have capitalism. Capitalism, nothing has done more good for more people ever than capitalism. So a lot of good things about immigration, but I, I love immigration, but I believe it should be done in a smart way instead of being a laughing stock and being disrespected and just let anybody come in. It's the same thing for your business. I believe in businesses growing and wanting more customers, more clients, patients, members, but you ought to be careful who you're accepting in. You don't just accept anybody to be a customer, client, patient, member. I mean, if you have, I mentioned restaurants. If you have a restaurant, if you have a fine dining restaurant, I mean, back in the day, you, you know, men had to wear a jacket to come into a restaurant. They didn't just say anybody can come in. They say no shirt, no shirt, no service. Well, yeah. And they don't, you know, if you're a business owner, I'm pretty sure if you're a restaurant, you're not gonna open a fine dining restaurant in the ghetto area of town. Like you're careful who comes in to your establishment. And if you are a consultant like I am, a, a marketing consultant, an advertising consultant, I'm very careful. I vet very carefully who my clients are. Number one, well, unfortunately it's not always the case, even though I attempt to vet as carefully as I can. But uh, the main thing is I got to make sure the business has a capacity uh, for my help. You know, I start running ads and making connections for people and, and ramping up their sales system. And people assure me, oh, I can hire more people. I can expand. I can handle it. And then that happens way too often, uh, a week or two into the campaign, like, oh, shut it off, shut it off, we're overloaded, Steve, we're over, you know, again, the phone's ringing off the hook, we got to, you told me you could handle more capacity, ah, of course, they lied, so I would help them and get their phone ringing off the hook in any way, so, uh, you know, I love getting more customers through the door, I love getting more immigrants coming into the country, again, that second, third generation, they're gonna be fantastic, but uh, it comes at a price, and you got to be careful and you got to know who's coming in. I mean, I, I just had a friend who was at the airport here in Phoenix and he said there are people on the same plane as him. They had two separate lines to get on the plane. They had the citizen line where you have to show your, your ID and your passport and this and that and whatever, uh, you know, prove who you are and buy a ticket and all that to get on. And then they had all these people who there, I think some of them, they, they were saying that their, their proof uh, of who they are, their ID was like, uh, you know, an arrest warrant. It was like their, their notice to appear in court for a case five or eight or ten years from now or something. Like, do you, real, do you know who these people are? I mean, maybe they have a history of, of, of murdering flight attendants. The, you know, the flight attendants and the captains can't be too happy with this whole thing. Again, the overall airline's probably okay with it. Like, the government's paying for all these flights. So the planes are full, and 
again, the big corporations are winning in this thing. So big government wins, big corporations wins. The average person is getting crapped on. Uh, not only is the average person seeing, like at that airport example, watching people come on with free flights, no ID, people don't even know who they are, but that average citizen is paying for that flight with our taxes, right? Every time you buy something, there's sales tax. Every time you get a paycheck, there's payroll tax. Every time you have, make enough income and don't have enough write-offs, there's income tax and there's gas tax and there's on and on and on. There's so many taxes that we're paying. That money goes to the government and then the, the government is paying for all kinds of people to just come into the country and get free hotel rooms and free phones and free cars. So the average citizen gets crapped on in the short term, but big corporations win big time, big government wins, follow the money. Uh, you know, business owners always, I always say, always smarter than the average citizen who sits there and goes, why would they do this? Why would the country allow all this, this immigration overrunning of the border, this, this stuff that's, you know, paying free money, free airfare to all these people, all the chaos and all the, and then all the rapes. They say like a third of these women that come over are raped. And when, why would the government allow all this human trafficking and drug trafficking that's happening and all kinds of, what? Follow them, be smarter than that. Follow the money. Understand, big corporations win. Why, why, why are we getting, getting all these wars going? Because big corporations love war. This is a war-based economy. And then they donate to the politicians, so the politicians love the wars. So follow the money, folks. Follow the money. Understand the law of supply and demand and understand what makes things happen. And another lesson learned is to be careful and vet the customers, clients, patients, members coming into your business so you're not worried about your safety or the safety of your patrons in your medical office waiting room or in your restaurant or in your retail store or whatever it is. Uh, again, similarly, if you're these days, for the last few years at least, if you want to locate your retail store into a, uh, you know, certain big cities, uh, understand you're going to get looted. Stuff is going to get robbed. Uh, it's happening all over the place. All kinds of craziness is happening. But there are all kinds of business lessons from it if you pay attention instead of just gripe and complain and go, gee, why is this happening? I always say, and I'll end with this, instead of rhetorically asking, most people rhetorically ask, why is this happening? Seriously ask, why is this happening? Then attempt to figure it out. And then you come to the conclusion, I mean, there's lots of factors, but the main factor is follow the money. Realize who has to, something to gain from this happening. It's not just happening. People are allowing it to happen. People are actually forcing it to happen. Like I said, purely open borders, back in those days, you were allowing people to come back and forth. Now you're forcing people, you're incentivizing, you're practically causing people to come from all over the country. So why would someone do that? Instead of asking rhetorically, gee, why would someone do that? I don't get it. Like, sit down and ask yourself or ask somebody else, hey, you know, let's try and figure this out. Why would this be happening? And the bottom line with everything, follow the money. And that's the final business lesson is not only follow the money, but your job as a business owner is to do best for your business, to make more money, to improve your cash flow, your profits. You can't serve people and help people and employ people and, you know, support your family and do all kinds of good in the world if you can't keep your business going. So your business doesn't exist to help your 
customers, clients, patients, members. It exists to help the business. Now, ideally, the business is helped by helping more customers, clients, patients, members. Uh, that's ideal. That's capitalism at its finest, and that's what really helps people when it works that way. So lots of business lessons here. I don't know how many, but that's just uh, my rant here for Topical Tuesday, especially here in Arizona. Free-flowing, incentivized immigration has been, on the new, been in the news for a while, and now it's really... I think with an election year coming up, uh, you know, a week from now, it'll be election year. And uh, it's really starting to uh, grab the attention of lots of people who are acting as if like, oh, look, it's really bad. Like, it's been really bad for years, dude. Like, but I know it's an election year. Politicians, what are you going to do? That'll do. It's enough of the rant. Sun has already set. Night is upon us. Time to have, uh, enjoy some time with the family of my beautiful wife, Michelle. Hopefully you are enjoying some time as well. If you've been here for some bizarre reasons with this entire rant, thank you for indulging me. Please leave a comment wherever you're reading this, watching it, listening to it. Let me know how you feel. Let me know how wrong I am, how right I am, what I missed, what I got right. Uh, I love all the, the follows, the likes, the shares, the comments. That all helps all these algorithms on my blog and my podcast and YouTube and LinkedIn and Rumble and Facebook and whatever, uh, you know, so all that activity, I appreciate it. Go ahead, I can take it. Tell me anything you want. I'm brutally wrong about everything. Let me know. And be back here again tomorrow on World Wide Web Wednesday. I'll have some tips making money using the World Wide Web. Catch you then. Thank you for joining us today on the Rhino Daily Podcast, the daily podcast for sharp entrepreneurs hosted by Steve Cypress. Join us tomorrow for another exciting episode designed to help you increase your profits and improve your lifestyle. Also, go to rhinodaily.com for more great business exploding tips, strategies, and tactics from the world's top experts. Plus, snag your free copy of Money Making Monthly Magazine. Goodbye.